Hartsville, Hartsville, the happening town where art abounds. Hartsville, Hartsville, from Asheville town where art abounds. Hartsville, Hartsville, feeling mountain high and inspired in North Carolina. That's where you'll find us, amazing artists and designers. Oh yeah, Hartsville from Asheville. Hey everybody, welcome to Artsville, the podcast that tells you how Asheville, North Carolina, became Artsville. And we are here together. It's not just you and me, but it's you, me, and my amazing host, Louise Glickman. Hey, Louise. Hey, Scott. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. You know, I'm uh, excited to talk to our guest today, uh, Elaine Shearer, who is really helping to spearhead a fantastic arts event that I know you're involved in there in Asheville called BLISS, which is an acronym for what? Biltmore Lakes Imaginative Studio Stroll. And the reason we came up with that is because there are lots of these art tours where you drive around to people's houses in the Asheville, Weaverville area. But this one is a little bit different because, well, it's my neighborhood and my neighborhood happens to have a lake and a wonderful clubhouse and grounds around it, and a place where we have two or three food trucks come every week. And so it provides an opportunity for more than art. So we're very excited about what we're calling bliss. Find your bliss at Biltmore Lakes Imaginative Studio Stroll on May 6th. I love that. It sounds like you're going to have an amazing showing of artists and art to asking, inviting people to come in into their homes and to see this incredible art. And of course, an event like this has so many moving parts, so many logistics. It takes a team, uh, even a community, really, to put something on like this. And uh, I know you have an amazing uh, group of people around you. Our guest today, Elaine Shearer, is one of those amazing people. I mean, tell us about Elaine. Well, Elaine is amazing in so many ways. She lives around the corner, and I didn't really know her. But this event is being co-produced by Artsville, which is, of course, your partner, and we create our own Our our little podcast here, yes. Yes, it's a little bit like family. But, you know, Artsville is a couple of years old, and we've never ventured out to co-produce a large public project. However, it started off way back when as Biltmore Lake Artists, back right before COVID. It was actually December 2019. When I surveyed the group, the first thing they said they wanted to do was show and sell their work. And, of course, then COVID came along and nobody could do anything. So the Biltmore Lake artists became Sandhill artists, and we did everything virtually for the first year or so until we could have our gallery down in the Rewards District. So 
Katrina Chenevere, who is Elaine's partner, is a well-known artist. She's probably best known for her assemblage work. And she and Elaine ran another gallery near the Biltmore Estate in Biltmore Village. And so I knew Elaine from that. She came with Katrina to some of our early meetings to talk about the possibility of bliss. And I made it very clear that I would do the marketing and I would do the fundraising and I would do a lot of the background coordination, but I was not going to chair it because I knew it required volunteers. Well, Elaine raised her hand and we come to find out that she was a captain in the Navy. (laughs) Amazing. Boy, she has got this group together and we are whipped into shape. (laughs) (laughs) We are having a blast. I am telling you, we are having so much fun. We have found so much talent out here that's going to make this an amazing event, but that we didn't know each other. We didn't know about our backgrounds or our experiences. And sometimes these things just come together and they're meant to be. So that's really what this interview focuses on. I love that. Well, I tell you what, this event sounds amazing. What a special, fun, intimate, personal way to not just engage with artists, but with the community, you know, and come together under this common love for the arts and the community and the town and the people, because it's all about the people at the end of the day. Well, this one thing I want to add. So, you know, and some of this audience knows that I had an arts marketing and management company in New Orleans for 25 plus years. And always people would say, how do we, you know, the nonprofits, they're always looking to raise money. And the first thing they want to do is let's give a party. Let's do an event. And I always warn them that that is the hardest way to raise money. What it requires to put a new event together and make it really work is a huge commitment. Now, year one is the most expensive and the most difficult because, you know, you have all of your signage and all your brochures and all of your things that in year two, three and going forward, you've already got the model, you know, the template's been made. But this is year one, and now I am back co-producing events. And this one has been just a blast. But this interview will also walk you through some of the steps that's required so that other nonprofits can see what it takes to make an event. Ours is not to raise money. Ours is to raise awareness. But we want the artists to sell. We want them to make money. Yeah, it's core to your mission to empower artists, and in this case, bringing potential customers and collectors right to their homes. That's exactly right. So my role is really in bringing in the buying public, and then other people who are involved in this, like Jamila Makati, who is one of our volunteers, along with Elaine and others, have worked with the artists to make their roles exemplary and inviting. So. It's a little bit different from your typical studio tour, and we're very excited about where it's going. 
Fantastic. Well, before we get into this interview with Elaine, because this is, I mean, like I love talking to Elaine. She's just, she's world-class. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade here. She is world-class and this event will be world-class because of her involvement, your involvement, of course, all the incredible artists that are involved. But Louise, before we get into this talk with Elaine, tell our listeners again, the date for the event so that they are, you know, can write it down right now on their calendar. Please do. We have a website. It's BiltmoreLakeArtist.com where you can get all this information. And if you'd like to be a sponsor, I hope you'll contact me. I think you can very easily do that through our website or you can do it through Artsville USA website. And so it's going to be on Saturday, May 6th from 11 to 5. It's a one-day event. May 8th is a rain date for us. We hope we don't have to use it. So it's May 6th and May 7th. Sunday, May 7th is the rain date. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be different. It's going to be imaginative. And for the first time, the community is welcome in here. And to see our lake is totally inspirational. And a lot of people will want to just have this beautiful view. You've been to our neighborhood, so you know what I mean. Oh, it's stunning. I love it. Yes. It's very classy. I don't know that they would let me live there, but you know, maybe someday, but it is a beautiful, beautiful community. And I tell you what, anybody going to Bliss is just going to be inspired and charmed and warmed by the experience there. And so Louise, what do you say? Should we get into this conversation with Elaine? Absolutely. They've heard enough of me. Let's talk to <laughs> All right, everyone. Here we go. More fantastic uh, conversation uh, regarding Bliss, this amazing event coming up on May 6th. But without further ado, here we go. Our conversation with the one and only Elaine Shearer and our very own Louise Glickman. Hey, Louise, look who we have on the show today. It's Elaine. I am so excited. Elaine and I have become Fast Buddies over Biltmore Lake's imaginative studio stroll. Find your bliss at Biltmore Lake where we both live. We are three blocks from each other. You know, I get the sense, Elaine, that you guys are both cut from the same cloth, and that is to say action-oriented. You both are action-oriented. Well, pretty much. I think you're right, Scott. And when Louise inspired me about this whole bliss activity thing, and we took a long time to call it that as well, but I love it. I love it. It's a lot of work, but I think what it's going to be doing for our community and for the artists in our community, bringing attention to them, bringing folks in from the surrounding communities in and letting them enjoy our lake area. We've got some exhibits going on with quilting. The gardeners are with us. We have really pulled the community together. Between the two of us, I think, you know, we complement each other. Our skills complement each other. Louise has a huge background in development and changing cultures and creating a wonderful place such as New Orleans. And I'm a military background and a registered nurse. So we kind of take all that stuff and, and add it in together. And it's pretty interesting of the outcome. So wait, so Louise is the party girl from New Orleans and you're the disciplined veteran uh, military professional who whips her into shape. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> Nobody whips Louise into shape, but we, we do... <laughs> We can talk her into it as long as we have a good reason behind it. She will listen and move forward the other way. 
Well, I, 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 yes, I love it. So you guys, I mean, what you're doing is so important, right? Because art and culture is, in my view anyway, fundamental to any healthy community. And, uh, you know, you guys live in a really beautiful community that I know has seen a lot of development and, you know, it's kind of suburban area next to Asheville. And, you know, and so there's been, a, you know, Candler there. And I know there's been a lot of development, a lot of change. And, you know, and, and that can be exciting for some and upsetting for others, you know, but art is such a powerful tool to bring community and build community. So, yeah, I mean, what an exciting gift you're giving to the folks there in Candler. I think of art as glue. Uh, I love I mean, that. I do, because we live in an area where historically we're just on the outside edge of Asheville. But this is a very old community, and historically, Western North Carolina was about textiles and fabric. And so our beautiful lake was actually a man-made lake to serve that industry, which is on the other side of Sand Hill Road, across the street from us. But then in the other direction is this very old neighborhood called Inca. And so this was originally called Inca Lake. And we have a lot of different ranges of backgrounds here. And both family backgrounds and political backgrounds. So this is a testing ground to see just how good art is at pulling us together. It is not intimidating. And so one of the things that we have in Billboard Lake is like 96 different groups of people who write and people who are good speakers and people who are heads of universities. And I think six different art groups from Billboard Lake artists to quilters to knitters. It's really been, it's a remarkable place to live. And we want to take that enthusiasm and use it to bring Candler together with us. If there are things we don't communicate well on, art helps for that communication to be sparked. It gives you something to talk about rather than your differences. It helps you talk about what could bring you together. Absolutely love that. Louise, you know, obviously you are a practicing artist yourself, but Elaine, you are not an artist. What about this project? And I believe your spouse is an artist, so obviously you love art on some level. So why get involved? You know, you're not an artist. You have this amazing background in the military. So, you know, what do you think you're bringing to this event? Well, you know, Scott, I have a background in education. My master's is in education. I've been a nurse executive for 20 some years. I've done a lot of things like that. And when you get stressed, one of the things that I did when I first moved to Asheville was I went to an art studio and I, my job at the time was just crazy and I was just very stressed out and I went in and I saw all this beauty and it stopped that crazy cycle and I relaxed. Now, some of it, now I will tell you that not all art makes you relax. I think we see art, it's in the eye of the beholder and whatever you see is what it matters to you, but you can have conversations just like Louise said. And I think it's important for people of all backgrounds to see art and bring them all together and talk about it and learn. You know, I've seen some people look at art 
and say, well, I could do that. And I'm like, well, I don't really think you could, but if you, you know, let's talk about that. And we talk about backgrounds and then eventually, like Louise says, a conversation is ensued and you, and you have more alike than you have separate. So I was attracted to this because I know the mind body connection as a registered nurse, when you see something beautiful, your body reacts. When you go out in nature, your body reacts, you relax. We are human beings and we need this kind of existence. We need to see beauty in our life, especially today with everything going on in the world and all the crime and everything else. To see beautiful things, it makes us as human beings more understanding. It opens our hearts and it opens our minds. And to me, this is a great venue to pull people together. And I, I just loved it. So I'm in. I love all that. in. I love that. So your spouse is an artist, Katrina. So did she, I knew you were talking about Louise bringing you in. Did you bring Katrina in to Bliss? How did that happen? Oh, no, she brought me in to Bliss. Oh, okay. And, uh, okay. One day they were having a meeting. She was, she's been in Biltmore Lake Artist Group with Louise for some time, but she did not start art until she had retired from the military. And we got here to Asheville in 2008, and she started going to the studios. And lo and behold, she was incredibly talented. She did the smoking Hot Women before she even went to college, she ended up going to UNCA Asheville, UNC Asheville, excuse me. And she started taking lessons and she was far more talented. She had it inside her. It was an innate quality and it made her so happy. So I was happy as well. I mean, it made my life better and I got interested in it. And she's much happier than she ever was. She used to be a healthcare administrator and she was not happy doing that. Ooh, yeah, she is so much happier doing, being an artist. <laughs> Even being a nurse is better than being an administrator. At least you get to deliver care and help heal people. <laughs> you got well, that right. You know, Katrina, I mean, Katrina is one of many artists that are in this amazing show. Louise, talk about all the artists in the show in this special event. Well, the first thing is this event is going to be May 6th. It's going to be Biltmore Lake. And this is really one of the few times Biltmore Lake has actually invited, I think the only time, that people have been invited into Biltmore Lake for something other than trick-or-treating or a yard sale. So it is a wonderful way to get people, first of all, to see the beautiful lake. That in itself is a draw. So we have some activities out on the grounds. I call it the Village Green, but the rest of the community calls it the Clubhouse Grounds. And, you know, we have a little beach out there, we have a pavilion out there, and we have this incredible lake, as I mentioned, that used to be used for manufacturing, but now has been retrofitted or whatever they did to clean the lake up. And, you know, we swim and boat out there, fish, whatever. So I think that is a draw. Then our gardening club, it's Planting season has official start date here in Asheville. It's May 11th. So this is the week before planting season. So we have specialists coming out to talk about container gardening, all kinds of things. We have art quilters. They have their own art group out here. They're going to do an exhibit. And then we have two upscale. Well, they're not upscale. They're just wonderful. Local restaurants. Griff's is really a nice, quiet, 
place where the community is gathering for delicious food. Sand Hill Kitchen is actually on the side of our gas station. And Jamie Wade, who is the head chef and owner, we got together because she was actually trained in the kitchen of Commander's Palace, which is a very famous restaurant in New Orleans. And now she's turned it into these sandwiches and these wonderful breakfast places, and we love it. We love it. Scott, I think you had a sandwich from Sandhill Kitchen when you came to the house. So you know what that's about. Delicious. That's what that's about. Then we have 15 artists in Biltmore Lake who are participating, all of different kinds. You know, they're painters, they're jewelry, there's photography, glass. And people do this from their homes. So what we're going to do is we're going to encourage people to either walk or drive to our six different neighborhoods within this large community. And nobody knows that. We have 800 homes out here. But the way that it's designed, it doesn't feel like 800 homes. They're sort of tucked away in a variety of areas in this I don't know if suburban's quite the quite the name for this area, but as I said, it's just on the edge of Asheville. But people from Asheville think they know it all. So now we're going to <laughs> hey now, hey we now. We got Watch that tongue. We love Asheville. <laughs> so well, we do. But the ones from North Asheville. And oh, city folk, city folk always think they know more. I mean, let's just be real, right? We had family who lived. In Baton Rouge, which is a little over an hour north of New Orleans, and my mother used to call them our country cousins. Well, <laughs> Baton Rouge is a very good city. <laughs> so you talk about this amazing community and how it's designed. And what I love about the way Bliss is designed is that people are really going to get up close and personal with the community there because how you're just deciding to exhibit and display and sell art is just really novel because attendees of Bliss get to go to the artist's home maybe in their their garage or into their studio to actually see and purchase the art, correct? Well, yeah, but the reality of it is there are other places that have what they call studio tours or studio trolls. There's one down in the River Arts District that's gone on for years. So as the marketing component of this event, I thought pretty hard to say, we have to make this different. It's not just that it's a little removed from some other communities. It's that we have this beautiful lake. We have opportunities to have both group activities and individuals go to the home. We said, oh, Biltmore Lake Studio Stroll, all we're missing is an eye. So, Elaine, tell them how we did this. It was so funny. Well, we had several other names first we were going to do. And then, lo and behold, they changed the name of some of the magazines that they send to some of the local communities to the same name. So we were going to do the, the stroll. and From Lake Life to Stroll. Yeah. So then we said, well, what can we put in there for I? And Louise says, imaginative. Let's make it imaginative. So we did. 
and we're creating an experience for families. Any age will love coming to the lake because we've got something for everyone, you know, a little gardening, a little this, a little that. And, and we can discuss art and discuss human things. You know, Louise mentioned that we have Halloween here and we also have yard sales. Well, we've done yard sales before. And you know what? I have so much fun just talking to the people that come to visit from the outlying communities. And now we're going to have a subject that really matters. And it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. I think it's going to be a great day. I'm excited. And Louise keeps making it better and better as she thinks of more things. Let's do this. So <laughs> somebody I'm rein her to, in to, real quick. I'm trying to rein <laughs> her in <laughs> and say, okay, that's enough. We can't do any more. And <laughs> she sometimes Ten pounds does not go in a five pound bag. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But Louise is one of those people, her vision is so great. Her energy is beyond what most normal human beings have. But she is creative in a way that, you know, I think artists are creative like that. She also has a little ADHD, I think. Let's just talk about that. (laughs) But it keeps her going. Yeah. So Louise may have a little ADHD, but you clearly are saturated in a spirit of service between your career as a caregiver and nursing, as an educator, and now as a volunteer at Bliss. I mean, clearly service is something that's so important to you, isn't it? It really is, Scott. I mean, I've taught leadership, I've written leadership courses, and to me, leadership is a service. Servant leadership is incredibly important. It doesn't matter whether it's in nursing, education, or art. You know, you just have to find out what people need, what they want, and open it up for them and lead them to it. And sometimes that's what it takes. And I think between Louise and I and the incredible team that we have with us, we have people that have experience. We have a a teacher with us. We have some computer programmers. We've got people that from nonprofits. These folks from our community, we have pulled together as a team, and it's just really remarkable watching us work together. I think it's probably one of the best teams I've seen in a long time. That's one of the things about where we live is that people from all over the world want to live here. I just, one of our major donors is in real estate, and he informed me that there is not one house to be had out here. There's not one house available. And it's just become that way because we have people, you know, wonderful courses, teachers. We've created art programming. We have concerts out here. The kids can go swimming and boating right outside their door. So it's a little bit different. But what I didn't understand is the extent of the professional talent and experience. You know, other people who've moved here from New York who are fundraisers themselves who are helping us. Kelly Saunders, who's handling our social media, lived in Atlanta. She is both an artist and a social media and marketing person and also does conferences. So she's got those skills the wonderful people who do did our website for us at BillmoreLakeArtist.com had just moved into our community and Rose came up to me after yoga class and said, you know, I heard a little bit about this idea of doing a studio stroll 
would you like us to do your website? Well, she and her husband, John, were major art website builders in Minneapolis, which is a very strong museum and arts organization town. And they've handled the theater there, which is world-renowned. I mean, they just showed up. So sometimes I think this was meant to be. Well, it absolutely was meant to be. And, you know, I'm just so inspired by all this, you know, positive energy and all of this incredible innovation, creativity that you're bringing to the community. And Lane, you're a volunteer. Louise, you're basically volunteering and you're probably putting, you know, your good hard-earned money in it as well. Do we have enough volunteers? How's the organization looking? Do we, you know, for people listening, you know, who do they call the volunteer if they want to help out? Well, Scott, they can call me or Louise, but they can email me at emshare828 at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll get you signed up to do something. And it's not going to be that full-time using all of your time and energy. You know, we need people to check people in, in the registration desk, two-hour shifts. We need people that can help folks find where the quilters are, find where the gardeners are, and go to the food and just kind of direct them out to where the houses are. We're building maps. Uh, we're learning how to do a lot of this. We're, we're building the plane as we uh, as we go. Um, <laughs> We really are. And and we're ready to take off and we're not quite yet there yet. But we need a lot of volunteers to make this happen because at first, when we first started, I had no clue how big it was going to be. And now it's really opened up. And our last meeting, Scott, you know, everybody said, wow, this is really going to happen. This is great. So we have a lot of excitement about it. So I'm hoping that that will get folks in to volunteer. And if not, then I'll send Louise out and she gathers up some folks. <laughs> She's like the Pied Piper. Once she starts That's talking, right. people go, oh, okay, I'll do it. And then they yeah. come in. So it's all good. Scott, I want to tell you, first of all, Elaine has been remarkable. She's never been on fundraising calls, for example. So um, now she's learning all about sponsorships and the banking side of development work. So one of the best things for me has been going out and raising money. Now, I know the people who are listening to this are going, I couldn't possibly do that. Well, to me, it's just you're asking someone to enjoy what you're enjoying. And if you're enthusiastic, not anybody has turned us down. We have a lot of small businesses out here. We have AB Tech, which is our Asheville Buncombe Community College, which is fabulous. And we've been working with their small business center. We've been working with the local bank out here. My insurance people are out here. The physical therapy people are out here. The grocery store, Ingalls, is out here. We have the very important real estate people out here. And they're all just thrilled because it hasn't happened. They also understand, you know, we talked about glue, right? Here it is again. We're just talking to people. We're not asking for anything major. And I'm amazed how easy this has been. I've raised money for a lot of events in a lot of different places. And this has really been fun. People didn't know each other. 
So this is what we said. It's a pebble in a pond, bringing our community together, Billmore Lake. But hopefully through this, we're beginning to develop leadership in Candler and Inca so that we can build a cultural presence in an area that really is lacking it right now. Now, this is being co-produced by Artsville. So people have asked, we're not down at Marquee Gallery anymore. What are you doing to exhibit art and talk about art? And I said, this is what we're doing. We told that to a local publisher who happens to live in Biltmore Lake, but he does neighborhood or countywide newspapers, comes from a long publishing background. His family actually was the Raleigh Observer. But he had never done anything out here in the community. Well, lo and behold, they are going to do all kinds of publishing. We're going to have an art column now. And it goes to all the Biltmores, Biltmore Lake, Biltmore Forest, Biltmore Village, where the upscale buying community is. But it's also for the first time going to bring in Haywood County. Haywood County has a fabulous art program at Haywood Community College. So we have Haywood Community College and AB Tech, you know, more Asheville oriented. And they're all, they're going to start working together. We're going to have an art column with every one of the artists having some exposure there. We're going to use the newspaper inserts as our brochure. And they are so excited. So for the first time, Candler has reached out to the county next door. Imagine that. All by asking for support. And the other thing that Louise has started folks thinking about is she's talked to the folks at the Y and AB Tech, as she mentioned, but they have spaces where they can gather people, where we can pull folks together eventually and for more cultural events. We also plan on having Bliss be an annual event, we hope. So we're kind of putting in all the pieces right now to make sure we go forward. The other thing that we needed was a 501c3 designation. Instead, so we applied to Fractured Atlas. They're going to be our fiscal agent, and they are guiding us in how to give nonprofit tax status to our organization. And we don't really have an organization yet, but we hope to build it as we go along and have it annually. So Scott, you need complete and total buy-in because who knows, next year we might be turning to arterial. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> one year at a time, Louise, one year at a time. Well, um, <laughs> well there, my time horizon is a lot shorter than yours, Scott. <laughs> no, hey, today is not promised for anybody. So like, let's lay yeah, out, don't assume anything. I have a question. So, you know, all this talk, and by the way, people listening out there, you know, I just want to emphasize something. We need volunteers. Come volunteer. Come be a part of this amazing event and give your gifts and be generous and come with a smile and come with a heart of service and generosity because you're going to have fun. You're going to love it. You're going to meet amazing people as you help other amazing people enjoy this incredible event. And so all this talk of art, all this talk of artists in their studios, I mean, 
I know there are people listening there right now saying, wait a minute, I really want to go to this, but art is precious. Art is breakable. And I have kids and I don't want my kids breaking any art because you break it, you buy it. And what if I don't like that sculpture that my kid broke? <laughs> and so what say, what are we saying about families and kids? What are we going to do with the kids that are coming? What's good for the families out there? I'm going to take this one, Scott, because as a gallerist, we had a pop art gallery, which was the only one in Asheville, really. And there were things little kids wanted to touch. So what I did as a gallerist is I go and I'd start engaging the children right away and show them the different kinds of art. And I said, now you can't touch that. And they were very good. And I'd let them touch the piano. I'd let them, there's certain things I said, okay, now you touch this. And, and as long as you did that, kids are fantastic. I mean, the parents were all nervous, you know, like, oh my God, if they touch it and break it, then I have to buy it. But the kids really loved it. They really did. And they were very respectful, especially the little ones who really wanted to do art. You know, their parents would say, I brought them in because they do art. I mean, you would have an eight-year-old who is creative. They come in and their eyes are wide and they just love it. So I don't think it's going to be an issue. I think we have to pay attention to the kids. I think we have to talk to them as that's a good teaching moment. You know, let's talk about this kind of art and how this artist may have put this together. So I, I think well, that's I important. Love that. Yes. The thing yes. that's really fun is Katrina and Daryl are maybe the two most acknowledged pop art artists in the Asheville area. So it's going to be interesting. I mean, people know about Daryl's augmented reality. And by the way, he's having three pieces in an exhibit in Linz, Germany coming up shortly because they're interested in his AR. Well, Kelly Saunders' little boy, he did a video with one of Daryl's AR pieces, and it's going to be coming out on our social media and on our website what this adorable child has to say about art. Jamila McCarty, who is handling all the, she's got a huge job all the artists and the guest artists and what homes they're going to be in and how they're going to exhibit. She teaches, not art, but she teaches to an elementary school in our neighborhood. And with that, and with our external affairs committee, who also works with schools, we have eight schools around here. We're going out to talk to art teachers to get families who are interested in art to come and be involved with us. And so this is an expanding effort. You know, it's really getting people excited about how we might talk and work together. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I tell you what, we want everybody hearing this to come. We want many of you to volunteer. The event is one day only people, Saturday, May 6th from 11 to 5 Go to the website, builtmorelakeartist.com to get more information. And I'll tell you what, Elaine, Louise, you guys are rock stars. This is so exciting. I got to figure out how to get out there May 6th now that I'm realizing. <laughs> We'd love buy to have you. Oh, I'd love to be do there. It. Well, we'll, uh, well I'll, see. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can and do. And when Goodbye. you come, I hope you'll volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Scott. You can't get away wow. from it. <laughs> Wow, she is relentless. 
She is relentless. She has no shame. That's why I love her. She's fantastic. <laughs> She's fighting that good fight because it needs to be fought. And I'm just so grateful. Louise, Elaine, you guys are amazing. And best of luck with everything. And, you know, come on, people. Let's go. Let's do this. May 6th, BillmoreLakeArtist.com. Volunteer. Come on. Come on. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming. See you later. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Artsville podcast. Please make sure to like this episode, write a review, and share it with your friends on social. Also, remember to subscribe so you get all of our new episodes. Artsville is produced by Crew West Studios in Los Angeles in partnership with Sand Hill Artist Collective in Asheville, North Carolina. Our theme music was created by Dan Ubik and his team at Danube Productions. Artsville is edited by We Edit Podcast and hosted by Captivate. Thanks again for listening to Artsville. We'll be back soon with another inspiring episode celebrating American contemporary arts and crafts from Asheville and beyond. Artsville, Artsville, the happening town where art abounds. Artsville. Artsville, from Asheville town where art abounds. Artsville, Artsville, feeling mountain high and inspired in North Carolina. That's where you'll find us, amazing artists and designers. Oh yeah, Artsville, from Asheville.